Hello, welcome to The Parent Panel, a weekly podcast where we invite one mum and one dad into the show to talk about the parenting news and events of the week. Today we have a mum who's a children's book illustrator and artist and a dad who makes people laugh for a living. I do a massive job keeping them alive. I'm not going to climb up that slide and go down that slide and ruin my pants. Two nights ago, my daughter punched me in the face for a laugh. And then I just, I just, I spent the next half an hour making her feel better about punching me in the face. My wife and I have this great saying with each other, and that is, the days are long, but the years are short. The Parent Panel with Siobhan Hunt. Beck Finer is our mum. She's an illustrator and graphic designer. Her latest kids' book is called My Folks Grew Up in the 80s. She has a boy and a girl who are Beck, four and six. Yeah. Oh, no, had I, a birthday since last year. Yeah, time. one just had a birthday, four and seven. There you go. Now she <laughs> always calls me out. I and love that. <laughs> Carrie is a comedian. He has a boy and a girl. They are 10 and 14. Correct. Can I? Can I just ask you both. Are you impressed that I didn't have anything silly as I introduced you? I just played it straight this time. I'm there so was no disappointed. dancing yeah. in my crowd. I mean, well, it's I couldn't, pathetic. I couldn't think of anything else. I, I mean, I've, I've plugged the dancing to aerobic 80s I know. music. It's because we've been on here a few times. You're kind of like, yeah, whatever. Oh, Gary, I'd, I'd like kids. next time like physical features. Like, Becky, your hair is looking really <gasps> good today. Oh, yeah. maybe, well, I could, no, but it's meant to be a teaser. So maybe I'll say we have one mum with luscious brown Becky locks. with the good hair. Yeah. Becky with the good with, hair. And no nits. No nits. Gary no. with... Guys, I have a major eyes. announcement. We have been knit-free for two weeks. Yeah! Wow. Thank Woo. you. <laughs> well, on that note, how can we top that, Gary? We can't. Today, our topics are parenting tribes, family sizes, and tired children. But first up, we're talking about fundraising for your kids' school or daycare. First of all, I just want to say this. I think that we as moms do way too much stuff. And if I'm elected, I promise you we are going to do way less. Right? Less PTA meetings, less luncheons, less fucking bake sales, just less bullshit. So that's a scene in uh, Bad Mums. Oh, okay, right. So good. Where she, every, all the mums have gotten really drunk and uh, I've forgotten the actress's name. Anyway... Mile, uh, Miley, no, uh, Kunis? Kunis. Kunis. Someone yeah. Kunis. Nice We're not very good with names, no. so let's, be, let's be honest. But she gets up and she convinces them all that, you know, they should go her way instead of the uptight PTA president or PNC is what we have here. So this week my daughter is having a fundraiser on Saturday and originally I was like, oh, I just don't want to go because it's a, a colour fun run and it's oh. 5Ks. I, I don't even walk 5Ks. I'm like, I'm not going to be able to make that. Yeah. And plus, I have to have both children who are born in the suburbs of Sydney and think that walking Walking. two blocks is a marathon. Um, But then I just got a bad case of the guilts because they're also asking parents to volunteer on the day. So all I'm doing, all I did is bought a ticket. And I'm kind of curious how you guys do these things because you could be the parent who you know, says to the child, you go out and get sponsors and knock on your neighbor's door, go down Mm. the street. Um, So I am not that parent. I'm the parent that leaves it to the last minute, freaks out and asks Nan and Pop to do 20 bucks each and then I do 20 bucks. That's that's why we're friends. (laughs) That's right. So I was going to say, Beck, how do you do those things? Uh, Well, we go to a school where um, everyone seems to be highly, like all the parents are creative professionals, which when it came to putting on a fate, turned into this, competition of who how professional could we make the fate oh, yeah. so 
(laughs) I mean, we basically turned it into a profitable business. (laughs) I did the logo and the illustrations. We did a merch line. We had a social (laughs) channel, a a proper e-commerce website. It it was insane. Like, it, it was a bit ridiculous and embarrassing about the... I like, don't know. I want to go to this yeah. fate now. Did you, have you listed on the stock exchange now? <laughs> I swear to God. I was like, is a fashion show for the merch line too much? I'm just putting <laughs> yeah. it out there. Like, is that too much? It's like all for the parents. No children are interested <laughs> no, or yeah, I know. want to turn and up. And also, I just did the illustrations that everyone... Like, it was probably the least amount of work that I had to put in, but uh-huh. I got the most amount because everyone now wears like my T-shirts and my hats. So, so it's you also actually get free advertising. Yeah. Yeah. Genius. But on the other flip side, um, for Father's Day, I um, nominated my husband to do the the bacon and egg mm-hmm. barbecue. What, so he, he cooked for everybody yeah, else he on cooked, Father's Day. It was Day. like a sweatshop. He, the guy is never doing anything again. He had to like cook 3,000 bacon and egg rolls and thinks he's just done. Like that <laughs> yes, is He is it. done. <laughs> So. I'm with your husband on that one. He doesn't yeah. ever have to lift a finger again. <laughs> That's serious. And yeah. and uh, Gary, what's your school like? Do you have many fundraisers? Oh, all the time. I mean, our kids go to, well, my daughter's still there at the Montessori school. And part of it is you oh, have yeah. to do certain things, chores, and you have to earn certain points. I mean, luckily, I... You or the kids? No, the parents. <laughs> oh, the parents. Yeah, so it's either gardening or cleaning oh my up gosh, or... It's, it's just a communist school. It, it is a communist school, yeah. I was in, I, they put me in the dungeon for, like, months and I wasn't allowed to leave. Actually, it's not a school at all now that I think about it. It's a way of life. Or a prison. Oh, my kids are... That's right. We're all in prison. No, but they make you do it. I, I Luckily, I qualify because I, I always get roped into doing the emceeing the charity nights. So oh, I've, yeah. I've done that for the last 10 years. <laughs> 10 years. <laughs> Again, but can we say minimal oh, effort here? And minimal hey, don't effort. you think the first time you've, that when you um say I have, like I can offer a skill, that's it? Like ah, you can't. That's like, back and out And someone then. usually dobs you in and goes, oh, do you know Gary? He's a great comedian. And then you have to get revenge on that parent by dobbing them in. I think that's how they got me into the school. Like I, didn't, I, didn't, I wasn't even at the school. <laughs> how do I, how, what are my children doing here? It was actually really terrifying because I thought, oh, hang on a minute. I'm going to be performing to parents. I'm going to see all the time. Yeah. Because at a comedy gig, I don't see the audience again. I don't hang out with the audience the next day. But there's going to be the drop-off. And I thought, if I'm not funny, they don't like me. It's the worst. They're just going to go, hey, there's that guy. Remember and that you guy? can't there pick on them. Yeah, there he is over there. Gosh, he was unfunny. <laughs> and I'm going, oh, I'm going to see these people all the time. But luckily, it's been good and I've had fun. But going back to the fundraising, our school kind of ropes you in in terms of... Um, I, I don't know if they do this anymore, but they used to... Uh, we had to buy the raffle tickets. So they didn't say, here's some raffle tickets, go out and sell the raffle tickets. They <gasps> charged you oh, yeah. the raffle tickets. So it's up to you to sell the raffle tickets. That is, that is a great genius. idea. It's a good idea. But the thing is, no parent was bothered to go and sell the raffle tickets because yeah. oh, I've already bought yeah, them. Yeah, so you just bought You just, bought you just them. kept them. So everyone you know, put them themselves into the raffle. Yeah. It's... And then, right, mm. so no one outside of the school ever won the raffle <laughs> because it was always inside. And then one year we're all sitting there and they draw the raffle. It's a good prize, yeah. like, you know, return trip to Fiji, that sort of thing. Oh. And someone from the school didn't win. Like someone sold a one ticket to some random guy. And it was But that's really, wouldn't everyone be upset? We were. Every, we were furious. <laughs> yeah. We're like, can you believe it? Who is this person? Yeah. Oh, is it like a friend of a friend? Yeah. His neighbor won it. Can, really? Yeah, I know. And we're like, redraw and... 
forgetting but, entirely you know, the I, purpose. I went into the Montessori. I don't know if it's the same one. I did mm. a, and did a talk there. And then oh. can I just say, like I thought, I just did. It wasn't. It was a free gig. And then someone else was coming, like a scientist. It was a back to back gig. And then right. I had another speaker coming in. She'd like helped find a cure for AIDS. And I was like, what is this school what is like? This? Lazy <laughs> teachers. <laughs> just rock it. It, It's a cult. It's a cult. <laughs> now, it's a good school, but... Uh, <laughs> Gary, come on. You've got to work backwards know, now. It is your school. Yeah, but you know what's funny when you go to a, a school with creative um, parents? You know, when someone mm. comes in and is an accountant, everyone's like, ooh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, do you have a real job? <laughs> yeah, that's right. We're, we look at them and, oh, wow, imagine they're like, turning up to work. I know, right? Like, every day, like nine to five. Because we can always come for weird meetings too, like, yeah, you know, all... if, you, oh, if yes. you need, because we don't have actual office hours. <laughs> that's right, yeah. Yeah. And we all look, no one dresses like they have a job or, you know, there's always guys with long beards. Yeah. And then the kids have long hair, yeah. hence the lice. Okay. So parenting tribes are very important for our sanity, but what is it that attracts you to your parent friends? That's next on the Parent Panel. While we all love our friends without kids, you have to admit that there is something special about the solidarity of, I don't know, commiserating over your Mm. child literally crying over spilt milk. You know, it's nice to share the war stories and you bond over that. But you can find your parent tribe through different avenues. Like you can go to a mother's group and go, oh, we are not the same people at all. And then you might turn up at preschool and go, hey, Montessori, we are all the same people. (laughs) You know, but that's the way you can connect. You can go at a sporting event or whatever. There are different reasons why we're attracted to our parent friends. Gary, Mm. where did you find your favourite people to add to your tribe? You know what? I hate that word tribe. (laughs) I really just despise that word tribe. Like, no one says, where's Gary? Oh, he's out hunting berries and picking up nuts with John. don't hunt berries. You don't hunt berries, but you pick berries. (laughs) I know. Gary's never hunting with these people. Speaking the words, his truth with the tribe, huh? But, oh, you could they, be sitting in a circle oming. I can mm, see you doing that, Gary. It's not a tribe. I just say it's a group of friends. Okay, that you so get who on are well your with. parenting group of friends? Have you? I mean, you know how you find. I'm setting them. up an Instagram um, account for Gary called Gary's Tribe. Gary's Tribe. Okay, well that'd be good. That could be good. Can I be in your tribe? Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, kids have their own tribe as well. When parents say to me, "Oh, it's great when they go to school and they find their own tribe," do you think it's a bit racist, what? Stephen? Oh, it's Probably. Just odd. It's not a, I mean, I don't know. Just anyway. No, I think that it, it harks back to that idea of the village. So people yeah. talk about finding it. Oh, I thought yeah. anyway that's where it came from. I love it. But I love it each that village, you there's always He you know, clearly doesn't have any friends. I have no friends. That's why I'm avoiding answering this question. Gary, go, going back to your tribe. Yeah, so anyway, um, the other day I had this great coffee by myself. Parenting tribe. I mean, look, I just have friends. I don't really have a parenting <laughs> tribe. I try to avoid people most know, of the time. I know. I really don't want to hang out and hear all their problems. I've got enough anyway. <laughs> Makes me feel so much better when I hear. Other... I, I, I think for me, I love, for me, the, the mums that I love and especially the school mums, I have one favourite school mum yeah. who is really funny but also really honest. So if you're having a mm. shit day yeah. and you're in the middle of drop off and you bump into each other, she's also Irish, I won't try to do oh, the yeah, accent, they, they... but oh, that helps. Yeah. And she'll just say something like she's having a fecking awful day. And I'm like, yeah. so I told you I shouldn't yeah. do the accent. And I'm being like... Shouldn't. I, l- <laughs> I was positive there. That was great. <laughs> Thank you, Gary. Thank you for your support. Uh, but I love that she's honest. I love that she's funny and she can have a laugh and that she yeah. doesn't take things too seriously. Yeah. That's my tribe. Like I can't... 
I think you can bond with people who have similar passions. So if you want mm. your child to be the president one day or yeah. of America, which wouldn't make sense, but or, or the prime minister of Australia, yeah. those sorts of parents can can bond over their passion for that stuff. But I just want my parent friends to be as slack as me. Yeah, I agree. And laugh about it. I agree. They're often kind of determined by a cafe near the school. Oh, yeah. And or... I see there's one near, not the school my kids go to, but a cafe near a school where I live, which I'm surprised my kids aren't at because it's right there. <laughs> I drive past it every day to go to the other school. But no, the cafe is just full of mums who've just done the drop off and they yeah. all kind of sit around and, and chat and they seem to be having a good time. See, yeah. they're not my tribe either. I hate them because the they've cafe. got time to sit down and have a coffee yeah, after drop totally. off. Oh yeah, they look, they look like they're going nowhere. <laughs> nowhere, nowhere. They're having a good time, that's the point. I am... Um... I look like, I mean, I can basically talk to a pole if I want to. Like, that's because I'm very, like, I can keep myself entertained. And so you'd think I'd make friends very easily. But when I went to my mother's group, I was like, a poor, like, I was like, I can't, these are not my tribe. Uh, I, first of all, no one talked about themselves. It was always, always about the baby. Like, I was like, what do you guys do? Like, maybe a little bit. Oh, God, I hope they're not listening. Oh, yeah, they are. And then one. <laughs> Is anyone listening? Hello. Um, and then one, the final straw was one time when my baby had a flat head, which actually a few years later he actually does. But I was appalled that yeah. she would point that out and I left the group and I never came back. I still stalk them on Facebook because they're still all together, <gasps> minus me. Minus you. I know. I know. But that's cool because I met my tribe at the park across the road drinking wine hmm. in the afternoon. Did they really? even have babies? <laughs> no, no, no. They were just homeless alcoholics. <laughs> they, they had a goon. No, no. And I met them. just walking past. I don't want coffee. I want that wine. <laughs> I know. But, and also, like, someone, like, I met a couple of neighbours that, you know, there's a really lonely o'clock at about five o'clock when you don't know what to do with your kids. So I like all... that. There's a lonely o'clock. Does that Did make sense? Say? Yeah. yeah that's good. Did I, I like just that. hashtag? Gary Egg, copyright. <laughs> <laughs> you sound like when Oprah, when she's interviewing people, she's like, oh, I love that. Mm. I love that word. Yeah. Lonely o'clock. Oh, I'm going to tweet that. Tweet, 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 tweet. <laughs> but yeah, so then we go and have dinner at our friend's house. We'd have a glass of wine. Go on, I'm seeing a pattern, but. You know, but but just that <laughs> kind of, it was very close by parents that kind of got each other and that's when I found it. And I still stalk my original mother's group. I love that. But I also hate, I couldn't handle this. And I don't know if this is me still hanging on to the coolness of my youth, but we all used to, in the mother's group, meet with our prams in a cafe and I couldn't handle being a part of this huge mm. pram group. And I remember some old colleague walked past and I slunked in my chair and pretended like I wasn't <laughs> yeah. there because I didn't want to be like a... Didn't want to be you, judged. Is that weird? Like, why it should is I a be bit proud weird. to be a mum? Yeah, why not? Yeah. I know. Look, maybe we'll see about therapy for you <laughs> on that one, Beck. I know. Next, we're talking about family size. Deciding to have one child is a big step, but mm. how do you decide the number of children you are going to have? Raising children can be a challenging and rewarding experience. We've landed a man on the moon, but we still really don't know how women labour and give birth. Feed Play Love, hosted by me, Siobhan Hunt, is a bite-sized parenting podcast that's here to walk, skip and jump beside you as your children grow. It's understanding and teaching parents to talk to their kids about knowing that people have different maps of the world. They see the world differently. Feed Play Love, available wherever you get your podcasts. 
Mega Mum is a badge mother of 16, Jenny Bonnell, wears with pride. For more than a decade, our cameras have been following her and husband Ray's ever-growing brood. So I actually have interviewed Jenny Bonnell and um, she is a very happy woman. Can't work out why, because she actually has 16 children. What, like is, what does she look wow. like? How's her body? She looks amazing. Is she thin? Well, <laughs> pregnant. She's pregnant. That's how she Has- looks. Hashtag fashion. Constantly- <laughs> sorry. I just. Sorry. Well, no, one of the questions I asked her was You must have been pregnant more of your life than you've not been pregnant. How yeah. does it feel not to be pregnant? Because most of us who have been pregnant hate, not hate the feeling, but it's, it's a nine months of carrying another human being yeah. around. And um, it was weird for her not to be pregnant because she loved. Does she. Um- wow. Caesarean, or did she push them? I up? did. I didn't go that I far. I would go there. Yeah, yeah I know I would you. Because <laughs> if it was just That's natural, your vagina. I, yeah. <laughs> After sixteen, I reckon they just like pop out in like a second. You know, you're going on a tangent here. This is yeah. not the point Sorry. of this. Topic. And it's out. Okay, that was awesome. Well done. Actually, we didn't even get to word push. We just we got to the put, and it was yeah. flying through the through the other side of the room. Oh. Okay, sorry. So back to you guys. Mm. Um, so. <laughs> Basically, a woman wrote into the Guardian this week asking whether or not she and her husband should have a second child because they had one child and friends were saying, oh, it's really selfish for you not to have a sibling for your child. And for her, she said, look, it's been a year. I'm tired. I miss my husband. I kind of just want to stop at one. But am I being selfish? And it just made me think about that. um, If you can decide, if you are able to fall pregnant, how you decide the size of your family. I mean, Beck, did you have an idea in your head before you started? I kind of get irritated when people go, oh, I'm going to have three. I came from a family of three and I just wanted to you know I think that's really important and I was like times change and it doesn't mean you're going to replicate what your family was I think kids put a huge stress on your marriage and I would say to anyone if they're like marriage doesn't think they can handle it then I wouldn't have an extra child I personally had nightmares till my son was about two about having another child. Like I'd wake up to be like, and then I'd be like, okay. I'm not pregnant. I'm not, not pregnant. pregnant. <laughs> and then I I really wanted a girl, so I probably would have been like that woman with the 16, just keeping on going until I popped out a girl. <laughs> so that was my – and oh, then we got to two, mm. and then I started having like anxiety about the planet, and so I think two is oh. just – a good number. But I've seen people that have had one that, you know, as you said, if you raise them within a community, like my community, you know, they'll be fine. They just need to be around people and support. Isn't that like every yeah. human being? Mm-hmm. Learn to you, share. Did you have any um, determining factors on the number of kids you had, Gary? I think just we, we always thought just two. And I guess my wife was, I don't know, age-wise, we weren't going to. Go for three. She's 75. She's 75, <laughs> yeah. It's a very weird relationship. You've probably read about it in the Guinness Book of Records. Yeah, oldest mum marries guy much younger, has child. Um, yeah, it was a concern. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to be pushing the pram and the wheelchair. Like, is that going to work? You know, how does it... <laughs> you could put them in like a home, but it'd be like a daycare. Maybe daycare you could do a double yeah. pram as it's well. Yeah. It's basically the same. (laughs) It's like a little front extension for the baby. And And they have a fight and they both fight who can sit in the bit of, you know, how like siblings fight. People are getting so much wisdom from this podcast oh, thank right you. now. Mm. I like these tangents because mm. they're more interesting mm. than the, than the <laughs> truth, watch than pressure. the reality. Yeah, Whoa. no, Gary's honest. <laughs> He's always honest. Tribe. But we set out for two, I guess. Uh, we had a boy and then 
um, I think my wife was we wanted we wanted a girl. She was and she was I don't know doing all these things to try for oh, a girl. Yeah, I, I don't did know that. what they, I don't know what they are to be I honest. Don't know. I but it worked. Remember. Did you have know, a girl? Yeah, we did. Balancing yeah. on one foot and rolling yeah. this way. Well, and I know it's so funny, right? Doing it you between pret- this yeah, time and not that time. And st- you pretend you don't want a certain sex, but then behind the scenes you're yeah, like doing totally. these yeah. crazy. No, no, I want to know because one of the things I have heard about how to have a girl is that the man has to make sure his scrotum is well ventilated. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Like Balls out. Cot- oh, yeah. No, so no, we no. did it in wind tunnels, oh. <laughs> um, you know, on top of Gary's roofs. not wearing any pants still. Yeah. I, I still to this day refuse. He's wearing a loincloth every day. Yeah. yeah. I've got a, like a kilt. I wear a kilt most of the time just in case we want a third and it needs to be a girl. Can I, can I'm I, well ventilated, everyone. Can I say everyone. a digression that my family where I came from, my mum basically just tricked my dad into having kids. It's like she'd just like, I don't know what she'd do. Wow. Skip the pill. I know, right? Yeah. So then when I <laughs> grew up, I, I mean, I didn't realize that people actually planned kids. I just thought it was <laughs> so a trick yeah. you played on your husband. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. oh, look who we're It's really funny. My friend said, oh, my husband doesn't want to have another one. I was like, just trick him. <laughs> <laughs> How hard is it? Like, it's not like the guy is going to go, not tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Very good point. Isn't that awful? Mm. Like that's what. But uh, sorry, don't trick your. Don't you know, don't. That's just, a bad thing to no, do. No, I'm going to have to put a warning. Up front but you know, I reckon having more kids is kind of good because kids kind of police the kids. Mm. You know, like yeah. if you have an older kid sibling, they kind of you you know if there's a fight, you go look, you guys sort it out. Yeah. Okay. Daddy's going away, and you guys fight. Whatever. <laughs> fight club, baby. Fight, fight club. club, baby. Fight. Yeah. Baby fight club. Yeah, yeah. But the other thing about saying have a, another child for the you're visualizing that, idea, aren't you? Yeah, that's a good one. Um, the the thing about having okay, a child for a sibling, like for a friend, it kind of you just you can't tell that your kids will be friends. Like I know. You want them to be. You really I know. want and you them do to see be. Moments but... where they are friends, and then I saw this kid like shove a truck in this other his brother's mm. face, and I was like, oh my god. Your yeah, friends by blood, you know. A lot of kids may not necessarily, you know, hang out a lot when they get older, yeah. but you know, you've you've. I blood. Mean, it's it's so funny when my kids fight together. It's just revenge from all the times I fought with my siblings. Mm. It's like I must have killed your parents. Like it's mm. it's it's literally torture when your kids fight. Uh, I mean, emotional torture or are you just annoyed? Yeah, you're just annoyed. When your kids fight, it's the most awful thing. It's just mm. so irritating. It and is. do you find when, you know, you, you rouse on one kid, <sighs> the other kid just sits there quietly smirking? No, no, it's usually <laughs> the other kid. They love the fact that the other, you, the siblings got in trouble. My mum oh. always used to boot us both out the car. Like, you know, oh, when right. they do the uh, drive around the block thing, which I don't think is PC anymore, but. Um, what do you mean, drive around the block? <laughs> she, leave her on the side of the road. to and... kick you out. Oh, and that's it, I'm leaving. Yeah. Oh, and that's then... horrendous. What, and then drive never, around the block. You, your parents never did that? Mine didn't. Up. No, my parents never came back. Your parents are a bit That's weird. the difference. My right. parents just left me and drove off. Yeah, but I once had an incident where they kicked me out of the car and they were going to drive around the block and then this other car pulled in behind oh. us and was going to take us. And I swear, I was going to get oh. in that car just to like... Just to go, hey, them off. Yeah, and yeah. go, oh, now I'm abducted, sucked yeah. in, mum and dad. Yeah. And then, Pay the ransom, And then suckers. my mum goes, get back in. I was like, yeah, you want me to because I'm about to get abducted, sucked in, you know? I When I was five, I left home. Oh, yeah. how far I said did you get? My, well, I said, I said, I'm going, and I packed the bag, and I walked, and my mum sort of followed me down the street, <laughs> and I got to the end of the street, and she's kind of secretly watching me, and then I turned around, and I kind of came back inside the house, and I said, I'm going tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> 
I say that every day at my house. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm going tomorrow. Can I ask, um, have you had to deal with dobbing? Like, what do you say to your kids if they dob on each other? Ah, oh, my kids dob straight away. But, yeah. ha- but see, I can't... I don't say anything. It's good. <laughs> just let me know what's going on. If you're up for it, just tell me. Because I'm conflicted. Because on one hand, I don't want them to tell on their siblings. I know. Because we grew up with dobbers wear nappies. I know. I don't say that, but I'm looking at them going, well, how do I say to you, don't tell on your sibling when they're doing the wrong thing yeah. when I want them? No, I no, do. Like you want truth. them to. I wish there was like some sort of like truth detector, like a lie detector you could get your kids mm. to take at home. Oh, yeah. Surprise, Kmart hasn't mm. like done something kind of like surely. Audi. Audi. Like you just put stuff. your kid and you ask them a question, and then it just yeah. you can see. You know. <laughs> well, you've you've lied, and you know what happens. <laughs> Audi has a new machine that does stuff to kids that lie. So when they're dobbing, you know that they're like you know you're electrocuting. But them, you want your kids to dob. That's the whole point. Do so you? they grow up knowing it's comfortable to, to go. You know what? This happened. Are you meant to encourage your kids to dob at school? Why not? I, I, I don't know. I you, guess like, the point you know, is, someone does something dog. wrong. It's like the boy that why? cries wolf, but you know when they like do it too often. Yeah, see yeah. that person unnecessarily roll their eyes at me. Yeah, you know, like mm. there's limits to mm. like there's those. When do you draw the line? But you know, I think it's wrong. Depends on what they're. I know. Crime is, I mean, you know. look, if my kid gets hit, I want him to. You yeah. Know. But it's that resilience first. And the problem is with siblings, they tell on each other about the minutest things. Yeah, I know. It's, uh... But do you think it changes now, maybe at school with social media? Because people are able to dob in sort of anonymously, hey, anonymously or kind of hint at something that happens and then it gets around very quickly. Oh, and like so, like I don't know. Oh. So you don't freak make, us out. Just making that up. Yeah, all right, good. Yes. <laughs> What's happening at the Montessori? Yeah, at the Montessori. <laughs> oh, yeah. We don't have phones, we use smoke signals. And, <laughs> And it's all kind of, you know, vocal dances and parent-teacher nights like a dance. Oh, like my like, gosh. It's an interpretive dance. I don't even you know what my child is doing. You have to build a stick Yeah, yeah, house. that's right. Yeah, that's right. I, the parents have to come and build the stick house. And if we and fail, then... they kick our children out. That sounds so intense. I know you don't do it, but I'd still, you know, sounds like you have to help a lot at school. Mm. Yeah, I look for me. It's it's pretty simple because I just MC a night and I have a lot of fun. Yeah, so. I think someone. Uh, anyway, let's we'll take it off air. Take it off air. <laughs> we'll never finish. Uh, well, we are at our final topic. Oh, uh, it's getting to the end of the year. Kids <gasps> and parents everywhere are over it, over mm. everything. So, how are our guests coping? For children in primary school, it's term four, and for the rest of us, it's coming to the end of a long year that is has probably been quite stressful and full of chaotic drop-offs, and many kids are starting to feel the end of year tired. Gary, are you experiencing mm. this with your kids? Or yourself? Gary's asleep. Me, it's me, <laughs> yeah. it's me, not the kids. My uh-huh. kids happily want to go to school, and you know they don't like being late, and <gasps> it's me going, oh. I get up and make breakfast. Yeah. It never ends. Like you're gonna have to make breakfast for so ugh, forever. I know. I know. His kids are older. He's got less. Still, they once you make him breakfast, they never want to learn to make it themselves. I know. And Even when it's putting cereal in a bowl. Yeah, but then it's quick. It's like ah, oh, you know. My, luckily, yeah. my kids, you know, we don't feed them because of um, <laughs> the Montessori <laughs> rules. They, they go and dig it out yeah. of the garden. Yeah, well, hey, um, we're all breatharians. Is, is your bell a wind chime? <laughs> For school, we don't want to be late for the wind chime. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
<laughs> well, that's if it's working because the electricity kind of um, is, is all solar-powered. <laughs> yeah. I'm, this is terrible. I'm painting this school. like It's, it's actually an amazing school. I know. Which is why you're the one that has tiroiditis at the end of the year. Yeah. I, my kids are fine. They're, mm. they're happily. I'm like, oh, thank God that's finished. I oh, know. But then, you know. It's but then you've got the, 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 you've whole, got the whole holidays. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I mean, I'm sorry, but it is more painful. <laughs> uh, when you speak to parents, they can't They can't wait to the holidays. I know, and the over. kitchen. And what about the teachers are so excited, and you've just got this face on the last day, like, oh, gosh. It's mm. all about to begin. I know, right? How are your kids, Beck? Well, I, look, there's a few things that happen that I know it's the end of the year. First one is I let them wash <laughs> pretty much full-length movies in the morning. <laughs> you know, at the beginning of the year, they are never mm. watching TV in the morning. Like, we are just, they're going to, like, play mm. and just get ready. And then by the end, like, I don't know, he, he watched The Addams Family the yeah. other day. Trilogies. Like, you sit, sit them down for, hey, guys, you like The Godfather? <laughs> Each one goes for three hours. Yeah. In the morning, we'd just get you to school at nine if you start at six. Um, so that, um, another thing is that, you know, I, every time, he hates doing news, you know, when you come yes. in and you have to do news and everyone's got a day. So every time, like, you're going to do news, we're going to do news, we go through a news topic, he goes in and I, he comes out at the end, did you do it? Nah. And, but now I've just stopped asking, you know? Right. <laughs> you know, when yes, you like can't. care factor? Yeah. yeah. Zero. And then the bribery. And you, I know when, like, my, I just, like, throw promises at them, you know? Oh, and we also ask Siri when it's school holidays. Do you ever do that? No. The countdown? I wish I I (laughs) had. She's really upset with me. She's like, Gary, you don't talk to me anymore. We used to be such good friends. Yeah, you don't ask me any questions. (laughs) Can I say that my, I wish I had have thought of that because my kids are big on the countdown. And I, in fact, I'm pretty sure they asked me in September how far it was to Christmas. Yeah. But I, I managed to push that out, push that out. And then I explained to Darcy that it's, um, December 1's on the weekend, so we can put up a Christmas tree. Uh, and she went, you didn't tell me it was December 1. Say. And I'm like, so when you're asking me how many days till Christmas from the start of November. Yeah, I know. Mm. I know. And what are they teaching them at I school? Know. I know. Well, he always asks, and then we come, Christmas comes around and we're Jewish. And it's like, what are we doing on Christmas Day? Oh, yeah, what do you do? And then we go to you? Yumcha. So then the, the countdown to Yumcha <laughs> begins. And who are we going to invite to Yumcha? Wow. Yeah, got to Yumcha. Countdown to Yumcha. You've got to go to Yumcha on what Christmas date Day. Is Actually, Hanukkah? I'm not telling anyone because that is my... So, what, so, so traditionally, um, you don't have Christmas. I do have Hanukkah, but Hanukkah is not as, like, it's not like this. It's, you know, it's over a longer period of time. Yeah. It's not huge presents. You know, it's little small presents. But you eat delicious donuts. So yeah, Christmas so Day is no presents? No presents. Oh, look at that. My kids are not deprived and we go to Yamcha. I should convert and, to Judaism <laughs> yeah. just for Christmas Eve. Sounds more and guys, great I'm, about I'm going, Jewish now, no Christmas presents. I know. And you know what's great about Yamcha is that you get to see, you know, you like stalking people, but mm. you go, why is that family there? That like, you know, a bit of broken, like families coming together. <laughs> yeah. The awkwardness of seeing who is coming to Yamcha on Christmas Day besides Jews. And you can you know, <laughs> usually spot your friends. But is it, is it how many We're Jews keeping go the, to Yamcha? Is it just? Oh, no, we see quite a few. You know, you I guess, clock. well, I guess the Chinese community don't celebrate. No, well, Christmas, certain, well, no, um, like you know, certain fat Chinese people, Gary, to be mm. politi- um, yeah. correct, uh, do celebrate Christmas. Some don't. No, some don't. That's yes. what I'm saying. But yes. they're going to be like yes. the 
you know. Yeah. Buddhists yeah. wouldn't celebrate Buddha. Christmas. Gary, yeah. my, I'm opening an invitation to come and sit at my yum cha table. Yeah. Gary's going to abandon his family. <laughs> yeah, totally. Get Say, wifey, off you go. You yeah. celebrate Christmas. Yeah, I'm see. having yum cha with the Jews. <laughs> yeah. Oh, definitely be up yeah. for that. So, yeah, so it's explaining that and then the countdown to yum cha. You know, countdown, it's a- it says countdown to yum cha. <laughs> <laughs> it's only five more days to yum cha. <laughs> I love it. I, I, I think you've got a few good ideas that you could go on and pitch to. We've got baby fight. Baby fight club. Baby fight club. What about that, my lie? lie detector. Club. I think it's a winner. Hey, baby, I want to do that. Yeah, baby, yeah, child baby lie club. detector. Baby, imagine that like daycare. Yeah, pair, mums I mean it happens club. a lot. A little pen. Yeah. You put your baby well, there. Well, that's what happens. You and know, they crawl towards you know, each other. You know those mums at the park and they, their kids are awful and they've just gone, I'm just going to ignore them and they're going to kill another kid and I'm just going to like tune just, out. Not that's watching. Baby. It, it happens a lot. Yeah. You know? But <laughs> where you, can, you know, it's a spectator sport. That's what I'm <laughs> Oh, oh, get my money. Mm. <laughs> baby. First rule of uh, baby this, fight club. This could have been the most inappropriate parent podcast we've had. Parent panel podcast. Thank you. Thank you. I'd like thank to you. I mean, these standards. Are, some great ideas. Mm. There are. Audi, child. Child lie detector if you're thinking about it. I think you might have seller. to send yourself that copyright letter so no one steals yeah. your great ideas. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Beck and Gary, new company coming soon. Uh, <laughs> but before we do go, uh, we must plug your book again, Beck. It's, it, how many days till Christmas? Till mm. til Yumcha. Um, how many days till Yumcha? No idea, but... Uh, Oh, yes, you should buy my book. <laughs> <laughs> my folks grew up in the 80s, available at all good bookstores. It's near. funny. It's, it's funny. Book. It's good. about the illustrations your hair. are very funny. Exactly. There's I lots of, them. yeah. Yeah, they are. No, it's very funny. If you want to explain to your kid what it was like to go to the video store instead of Netflix, that. you know. As soon as you say that, mm. I picture the empty video cassette with yeah. the video behind it. Remember when the new releases oh, came never out? Never got the new releases. And there were like rows. No. And rows. I used to work for Video Easy. So Did you? Yeah. Sorry, I'm out. <laughs> They even apologise. <laughs> I know, it. I know. It's because yeah. probably me forgot to um, return it and then got a $300. Yeah. <laughs> and then there were those really bad films that had, sorry, I'm in. <laughs> no, <laughs> they were the ones that only showed the spine. spine. Oh, that's right, the spine. <laughs> got face front. Oh, well, uh, you know, I want to say uh, happy holidays because it's really not that far away. Oh, yeah. 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 Well, yeah. Thank you both for coming in. See you next year, oh, I guess. Oh, yeah. Uh, See you then. <laughs> Bye. You've been listening to The Parent Panel, a babyology podcast, hosted and produced by me, Siobhan Hunt. For more information on the show or to check out other episodes with equally funny and insightful guests, you can find all you need at our website, babyology.com.au forward slash parent panel. Mm-hmm.